because someone has to say it, and no one does it better than Inez Says. Hi, hello, and I welcome you back to the Inez Says Podcast. I am Scott Inez. Thanks for climbing aboard today. You can find the podcast all over the place. You can find it there in Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and, of course, on the front page of the WDBO app. And I invite you to join me every single weekday morning. Orlando's Morning News with Scott Inez, 5 to 9 a.m. on WDBO 107.3 FM and AM 580. Be sure to stream us right there in the WDBO app. Okay, so this story coming up here, this story is one of the reasons reasons why I find politics so fascinating on one hand and on the other so utterly disgusting at the same time. Example number 4,236. Democrats' reaction to Mike Johnson as the next Speaker of the House. Now, if you saw Johnson on the House floor making his acceptance speech last week, you witnessed what I thought was a very, very impressive speech. And at times, he extended that olive branch to the Democrat Party. Here's a portion of Mike Johnson's speech now. We, we are the beacon of freedom, and we must preserve this grand experiment in self-governance. It still is. We're only 247 years into this grand experiment. We don't know how long it will last. But we do know that the founders, to take, the founders told us to take good care of it. I want to tell all my colleagues here what I told the Republicans in that room last night. I don't believe there are any coincidences in a matter like this. I believe that Scripture, the Bible, is <clears throat> very clear that, that God is the one that raises up those in authority. He raised up each of you, all of us. And, and I believe that God has ordained and allowed each one of us to be brought here for this specific moment in this time. This is my belief. I believe that each one of us has a huge responsibility today to use the gifts that God has given us to serve the extraordinary people of this great country, and they deserve it, and to ensure that our republic remains standing as the great beacon of light and hope and freedom in a world that desperately needs it. It was in 1962, in 1962, that, that our national motto, In God We Trust, was adorned above this rostrum. And if you look at the little uh, guide that they give uh, tourists and constituents who come and, and, and visit the house, if you turn in there to about page 14 in the middle of that guide, it tells you the history of this. And it says very simply, these words were placed here above us. This motto was placed here as a rebuke of the Cold War era philosophy of the Soviet Union. That philosophy was Marxism and communism, which begins with the premise that there is no God. This is a critical distinction that is also articulated in our nation's birth certificate. We know the language well. The famous second paragraph that we used to have children memorize in school, and, and they don't do that so often anymore, but they should. G.K. Chesterton was the famous British philosopher and statesman, and he said one time, America is the only nation in the world that is founded upon a creed. And he said it's listed with almost theological lucidity in the Declaration of Independence. What is our creed? We hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal, not born equal, created equal, and they are endowed by the, the same inalienable rights, with the same inalienable rights, life, liberty, pursuit of happiness. That is, the, that is the creed that has animated our nation since its founding, that has made us the great nation that we are. And we're in a time of extraordinary crisis right now, and the world needs us to be strong. They need us to remember our creed and our admonition. 
Impressive. I thought it was an impressive speech by Mike Johnson as the new House Speaker. Now, even House Minority Leader Hakeem Jeffries gave Johnson a big old bear hug before he gave that speech. It was sort of a kumbaya moment, a moment that we all wish would happen more often between Democrats and Republicans. But so much for the political pleasantries. Since then, the claws have come out in a big way in the Democrat Party concerning Mike Johnson. You gotta listen to what former White House press secretary and current MSNBC host Jen Psaki had to say about the new House Speaker. Go. Let's take a few minutes to talk about this new speaker. First glance, Mike Johnson does seem fine, fine-ish. Conservative, yes, but he once started a civility caucus with a Democrat. And I mean, if nothing else, he wears a suit and has glasses. How threatening can this guy actually be? Well, he gave us all a little clue as to how he would govern in an interview this week. I am a Bible-believing Christian. Someone asked me today in the media, they said, it's curious, people are curious, what does Mike Johnson think about any issue under the sun? I said, well, go pick up a Bible off your shelf and read it. That's, that's my worldview. You heard that right. The Bible doesn't just inform his worldview, it is his worldview. In fact, during his first speech in his new job, Johnson suggested that his election as speaker was an act of God. Talk about a bit of a humble brag there. So what exactly has God apparently called on Mike Johnson to do? Well, his views on policy are essentially what you'd expect from a religious fundamentalist. They're more divisive than they are divine. There you go, Ms. Jen Psaki. Now, first off, I know Mike Johnson refers to himself as such. Jen Psaki referred to him as a, quote, Bible-believing Christian. I'm not quite sure what a Bible-believing Christian is because, to me, they're one and the same. If you are a Christian, you believe in the Bible. Nonetheless, you know what Jen Psaki is getting at here, don't you? She's very clear. She is Christian bashing. According to Jen Psaki, if you are a Bible-believing Christian, you are a threat to America. Well, wait a minute now, Jen. Wait a minute here. Isn't your former boss, Joe Biden, isn't he a Bible-believing Christian? The media loves to describe Biden as a devout Catholic, right? How many times have you heard that from the media? A devout Catholic. A devout Catholic, my dear, yeah. Believe me, as a Catholic, I can tell you there is nothing devout about this guy, Joe Biden. And if Biden were a true devout Christian, the man would not be actively promoting abortion. He would be looking to eradicate what his faith tells him is the murder of innocent life. I go back to what I said about politics early on. It's equal parts interesting as it is disgusting. But the point I want to make here about Jen Psaki's comments and others of her Democrat ilk is that if you are a Christian now, if you believe in the sanctity of life, if you believe in marriage being between a man and a woman, by the way, like Joe Biden did a handful of years ago until the wind blew and it became politically expedient to change sides of that issue. What did I say about politics? But if you believe in the nuclear family, if you believe in the good Lord above, well, then you must be a religious nut job. That's what she is saying here. And that's what many Democrats are saying about Mike Johnson. Jen Psaki said it for herself, quote, it's not just his political ideology that should scare us. Johnson is basically a Christian fundamentalist. And of course, what follows that? According to Jen Psaki, it's theocracy, right? That's what she's getting at. That's what all Christians want, right? Theocracy? Well, no, it's not the case. But according to Jen Psaki, Mike Johnson, the new Speaker of the House, wants to change our rule of government from democracy to theocracy. 
absolutely and utterly absurd. Mike Johnson appears to me as a good and decent man who's living out his faith. That's what Mike Johnson is doing. The man is allowing his faith to shape his worldview. That's what that's what all of us Christians should strive to do. And yet the man gets a scarlet letter from the Democrat Party for doing so. And now Jen Psaki and other Democrats are going to label this guy extremist. Used to be not too long ago that living out your faith was admired and respected in this country. It used to be that if you were in politics, your faith was honored. But today's increasingly godless Democrat Party declares people like Mike Johnson an extremist. An extremist because the man believes that marriage should be between a man and a woman and that abortion is murder. It's a pretty sorry state of affairs, folks, when a man stands up for his Christian beliefs and is labeled an extremist for doing so. That's going to do it for the Inez Says Podcast. Appreciate you being here. Find me on the radio every single weekday morning, Orlando's Morning News with Scott Inez, 5 to 9 a.m. on WDBO 107.3 FM and AM 580. I'll see you next time.